Good afternoon, everyone. I know I haven't did a a podcast in a long time. I'm working a full-time job now and taking medication for epilepsy, which has me tired, groggy, discombobulated, just worn the fuck out. So that's why I haven't did a video, or rather podcast. You know I'm old as shit. I get shit mixed up. But today's podcast will be about epilepsy. And how I've been dealing with it since I was diagnosed with it almost two years ago. I had my first seizure on December 18th, 2019. It was a perfectly ordinary day. You know the days we humans have sometimes. You get up, you wash your ass, you go to work. And that's what I did. Um, While at work on lunch, I went to Target's app on my phone and learned that they had some Lincoln Logs. So I, you know, put in my request for it so I could pick it up when I got off work. And I was going to get that for my grandson because I believe every child should have a set of Lincoln Logs to play with. So you can make your little log cabin. My mother bought them for me, and I bought them for my grandson's mom, uncle, and auntie. So I went to Target when I got off work, came home, made some chicken tacos, ate, and laid down. I woke up and it was total chaos in my house. I had a seizure and my children called an ambulance and they were crying. It was strange people walking around my apartment. My cat was somewhere hiding because he doesn't like strangers. And I was taken to the University of Chicago and hooked up to all type of monitors and asked all type of questions. And I was released, I think, on December 20th. Uh, No more seizures after that. That was weird. I had my first seizure a month after my 49th birthday. So, 2020 comes in, which was a very difficult year for me and the whole world at large. Um, The doctors attributed that seizure I had to stress because at the time I was dealing with the death of a dear friend. And also for thinking that my brother was missing when in reality he was at the VA hospital. And they thought it was stress related. So once again, it's January. Uh, My brother was transferred from the VA hospital to a nursing home on Halsey here in Chicago. And I received a phone call from his case manager named Karen. And I was on my way home from work once again, standing on the bus stop waiting for my bus. And Miss Karen told me that my brother was dying. And I was dumbfounded for a minute. And I asked her how long, thinking she was going to say months. She said, no, it's going to be weeks. And she think he already made his peace with it. Uh, a month later, uh, I received a call from the nursing home telling me my brother was in low spirits. And, you know, could I come and visit him? I had visited him before, but this had been something going on that previous week. And I couldn't get to him. So the next day, I went to go see him, and he wouldn't even respond to me. He just laid in the bed, and the first thing I know is that he was so thin. You know, he was never a big dude, but he was literally just skin and bone. So just his appearance just broke me down crying. And I kept telling him I loved him. He wouldn't respond. So I left. Little did I know, my brother died right after I left the hospital. It was like he was waiting on me see me before he crossed over I decided not to go to work today I was like fuck that job and I went home
Well, before I stopped, I went to get me some catfish from the fish market on 71st and State. Because I'm a fat ass. I went home. Around 12.45, I got a call telling me my brother was gone. And I became the sole survivor of my family. Ooh. And then a month later, the whole country shut down due to COVID. And I was working from home, grieving, stressing, because it's not normal to be locked up in the house on, you know, other than going to the grocery store. You know, that's why people wilding out now, because they free. But life goes on. I went back to work, got laid off from that job in September of 26. And in October, around the 17th, I think, it was an ordinary Saturday morning. I decided I had a taste for some beef stew. You see, everything related to my fat ass. Food is related to me. So I got up that morning and went to the Walmart down the street from my house. Got my ingredients. And all I can remember is standing outside waiting for my Uber. Because when I woke up, I was in the back of an ambulance headed back to the University of Chicago. And I'm in this ambulance with these two white men that I'm sure was looking at my titties and probably felt me up while I was laid out unconscious. Yes, I believe that. And I stopped wilding out. And one of them told me, she's combative. Of course I'm combative. How the fuck else would you be you wake up in the back of an ambulance and they have a clue how you got there? I was taken to the emergency room. Uh, for at least 15 minutes, I, I, I barely knew my name. They asked me, was I still working? I was like, yes. You know, I had been laid off the month before. <laughs> but eventually... I'm sorry I got interrupted by a phone call. But yes, I was in the emergency room, attended by a very nice male nurse. Very kind, you know that to give me the COVID test, which is not a comfortable experience. And I was found free of COVID. I was uh, put into the hospital where I was diagnosed with epilepsy. Because after two seizures, unprovoked seizures, you're automatically um, diagnosed with epilepsy. And I was put on Capra. I can't pronounce the... uh, the other kind. It's the same medicine, you know, just cheaper. That's the one I take on the regular. We go call it Levy because I can't pronounce the whole name. Um, November comes. I have another seizure a week before my 50th birthday. So they increase the dosage. I didn't have another seizure again until March of last year. March 1st as a matter of fact. And that's when they increased my medication to the maximum dosage. And I've been seizure-free for 18 months, and I'm so happy about that because having a seizure is the scariest feeling in the world because you just go out and you don't know why. You just come to, you barely remember who you are, what happened. You don't have no memory, at least for me. You know, some people say they can feel this aura coming on. I don't, I just go black and wake up. So I'm on 3,000 milligrams. That's the highest dose that you can take of this medication. And this shit, to be frank, got me fucked up. Because I'm tired from the moment I go to bed, from the time I go to work. I'm always tired and sleepy. I spend my weekends in the bed. Other than going to the grocery, doing my little grocery shopping stuff I got to do for my house. I come home and get in the bed. Me and this dusty cat. And if you had asked me 10, 15 years ago how this would be my life. When all my kids is grown, 
and I thought I was gonna be tripping the life fantastic and shaking my flabby ass somewhere. I was like, hell no, nah, I'm not gonna get that diagnosed for epilepsy and have to take medication for the rest of my life. But it is what it is, this is where I'm at. And I'm pissed. I'm highly pissed. Because this is not supposed to be my life. I'm 51 years old, and no, I'm not a spring chicken, but I'm not elderly either. And I'm supposed to be out having fun. You know, as a result of taking this medication, I no longer can drink alcohol. Can't smoke marijuana, because when I attempted that, that's why I had that for a uh, seizure in November. I guess the universe like, bitch, you ain't about, you about to be stone cold sober in this universe. And I've been stone cold sober. And it has been hard, but you see a lot when you don't drink or do drugs. You know what? The world, these some miserable fucks out here. So, you know, I just keep to myself. Take my medication. Attempt to get this fat off my ass so I can go down on my medication. Because I believe the doctors can tell me if I was to lose some weight, I wouldn't have to be on this high dosage. I don't know why they didn't think that in the first place. You know, looking at me like this a big girl. She needed a maximum dosage. I probably wouldn't even had another seizure after October if I had been put on the maximum dosage. But it is what it is. I'm very grateful to still be alive, but I have so many fears. I have a fear of having a seizure while riding public transportation or while I'm walking around downtown going to work because we are living in really turbulent times. And I was very blessed when I had that seizure in October outside of Walmart because I woke up with my purse, I woke up with my wallet, I woke up with my phone. I had four bags of groceries. Somebody got me for two bags, but they they was hungry, you know. But I woke up with, you know, my wallet, credit cards, debit cards, all that shit. I truly believe if I had a seizure now, I would wake up ass butt naked, molested, broke, without a dime. And they go videotape and put that shit on the social media and have me all flopped out rolls everywhere. Because those are the times we living in. But that's my experience of being an epileptic. I'm going to do some research more. You know, what causes, causes epilepsy, no one really knows. Like I said, if you had asked me this 10 to 15 years, would I be diagnosed with epilepsy a month before my 50th birthday? I'd be like, hell no. But I was, and I'm here to tell my tale. I hope you enjoyed this. I believe this could have been a better podcast than my phone had to rang. Thank you guys for listening to me ramble and have a fabulous thirsty Thursday. Have a drink for me.